I know some people who know some people. So <laughs> if you want to get there, get your number after this. You know, <laughs> wait for the record. Um, how old are you, young chap? Uh, eight seven, eighty-seven, idiot. Wait, we're sitting in order, eh, bro. Eighty-seven, eighty-eight, eighty-nine. Not same lah. Still younger lah. Nineteen, ninety-one. Are you serious oh, right yeah. now? <laughs> <laughs> this was not planned, people. This was not planned. Yo. Poor boy. <laughs> <laughs> He Post- didn't say bottles, dude. Okay. Listen, man. What I heard was the bottles. What I heard was, bo- <laughs> yeah, what I heard was, what I heard was four, la, so my brain yeah. just went four bottles. Okay, we sent four whiskeys. Four, four, four whiskeys. samples. He didn't even la. drink one glass. Hey, guys. Welcome to the Drunken Ramblings podcast, where we meet interesting people from all walks of life and share stories over a beer or two. Or three. Or four. Hey, should I open the bottle of whiskey? I'm Ernie. I'm Joel. And I'm Ivan, bringing you nothing but good vibes. Good night. Listen to our show neat or on the rocks, but best with good company. Now that we're all here, let's bring out the beer and on to the show. The founders of Single Cast, Yixian, Brendan. Yeah. What's up? Okay, not not really the founders, but yeah, we not came founders. In, yeah, not founders. Okay, uh, but yeah, we are, we are more of the came in lah. We are just partners. Okay, yeah, the founder is currently in UK, yeah. and then uh, Brendan joined. Then me and another colleague waiter uh, manning the bar right now. Yeah. So three of you all la. Yeah, three of us in Singapore. Okay, so how they is it like a franchise or? We are an independent bottler. So we buy casks, we mature, and we assess, and it's everything is in Scotland. So we draw samples out, we assess about two to three times a year. Um, we talking about whiskey, by the way. Oh yes, yeah, whiskey, yes. <laughs> so when the cask is ready, we will send it for bottling. It is then bottled in our you know signature uh, bottling with our labels and everything. It is meant for global distribution, but we also do private labelings for different countries as well as uh, different businesses as well. Are they labeled under the same uh, brand single cask, or depending yeah. on? And most of it will be under the single cask, but sometimes we do sell the cask out so that they can put their own branding on it as well. So there's a bit of flexibility, but it depends on what, what kind of stock and what yeah. kind of uh, what they want as well, yes. So do you guys uh, bespoke the the flavors for them depending on uh, the the company that may want to tweak a certain kind of flavor? Yeah, so yeah. I think more or less like is when we are when we are, when we are choosing cast. Let's say let's say you come to us, you're looking for a whiskey or I'm looking for a certain region or certain flavor that kind of thing, right? And uh, then then we will look through our list lah cuz our list is pretty long. We have a long list of whiskeys. So we will shortlist some that's in within your your profile and also your budget then after that you know what you see you see what you like and if we can get samples out then uh, we'll get the sample i mean yeah we get the samples out you taste them you see which one you like best then just go ahead and buy lah uh, that's just how it is and they'd be able to brand it uh, under their own copyright or does it have to be branded under the single cast brand most of it you can brand it as you like. Um, yeah. You can use under your own company brand or you yeah. can even create something. Yeah. Certain cast though, it comes with certain caveats. Yeah. So it has to be bought on the single cast. Got it. Or with yeah. certain wordings on your labels. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Okay, cool. So where did the both of you all meet each other? <laughs> <laughs> how your love came, I mean, love for whiskey came from? Uh, we want to talk about love for whiskey first yeah, then we see how we met. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so for us, I think it's pretty much the same. It started from family. So uh, yeah. <laughs> And Sorry, you, you've been seeing the, right the, the Fast and Furious <laughs> memes that have been going on for the last few days. So every time we see that word, we start laughing. So because of our dads, you know, we started drinking because of how it was. You know, you, you learn from your dads. You start with uh, your blended whiskeys. That goes on to your Macallans, your Glenfiddich, so on and so forth. And then from time to time, you're like, okay, there has to be something out there, something else. So you just want to see, expand your horizons, try different things. And you go to like different bars. And so that's where we started off, going to bars like Quake Bar, All the Lions. Um, later on, it was the Swan Song as well. That love for whiskey continued to grow. And after that, it came down to a point of maybe I kind of want to be in this industry and I want to try, you know, what's it like either being, you know, in, 
maybe what marketing for one of the big brands or if not actually being behind the bar of um, one of the brands in here singapore of course being you know the place where a lot of different brands do come in here you do see a very nice spread of like official independent bottlings so you get to try it first but you also want to see like how is it like on the other side well i have to say sorry i just took another sip uh with the ice cube in it i get almost like chili party kind of a spice background man even more than without the ice just now maybe i don't know because i hadn't I, I don't know what you got you guys had a i think you had a sip right the funny thing it's a very pale looking whiskey. yes mm. if i close if i did a blind tasting i would almost think this would be a aged uh whiskey mm. like uh, a like like ernie said a darker kind but now with the ice cube in it the the spicy flavor pronouns are like a lot more yeah yeah i think i think uh i mean okay so sometimes like, they always say like uh, sometimes whiskey gets easier to drink or better with ice or drop water uh not necessarily not, true yeah, all the time yeah um yeah it just goes from whiskey to whiskey even from one distillery let's say the one that we're having now is like a ben rins right like you have some other release from it you add ice it might be better you never know i mean it's all all down to personal pra- uh, personal flavor profile la. so like for us i think <laughs> this is uh, almost child's play already <laughs> yeah like for us we don't feel the burn anymore for us i think we just we drink so much until like i mean our, our palate all burn off already wow. like. <laughs> we, we have a palate for professional reasons but honestly if it's just us we'll drink whatever's there nice and it's gotten to a point where if you throw something that is high 60% ABV it doesn't phase us anymore yeah, yeah we'll try it oh okay, okay yeah. for those who don't know the lingo ABV being oh, um, alcohol by volume thank you yes so I had a, a few sips just now I think a good five minutes later, I still feel the burn in my my stomach, my throat, my stomach. That's that's what I call the long uh, the warm hug. Mm-hmm. Warm hug. The warm nice hug. Feeling though. Yeah, yeah, that's what the warm hug. I swear, hug. I thought I heard you say the warm hug, and I was like, <laughs> Yeah, I'm hung, but I'm not hung that way. <laughs> Is your hung warm? Nice, nice, ni- ni- nice, warm and cuddly. Yeah, uh, okay, can. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. So um, I think from him. Then uh, I mean, for my side, started drinking whiskey. Early man, like we always tell this during our classes, lah. Like how I got into this. Uh, I started when I was four. Apparently, four. Oh yeah. Gosh. Sorry, four years ago when you were four years when old. When I was four, man. No, like, okay. Like, how did so, that happen? So, so we were at my uncle's wedding, and of course, your with your uncle wedding, your VIP table, your dad and stuff, right? Okay. So what happens is they leave you at the table when they go take photos. That wedding just so happened they served tea in the same glass as whiskey. I finished my tea, I drank his whiskey, lah. So, so, <laughs> so basically, the next thing they came back and then like um, I was like spouting nonsense and rambling and down dancing and all that. And I just backed down on the floor. Oh so then, 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 of course, then they realized that yeah lah. So, so <laughs> I, I, I drank my dad's whiskey lah. Nice. So, so yeah, I mean that that paved the way to where I am today, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Similarly <laughs> enough, uh, it was at a family party. Um, I was about two years old. Two and years old, I was, going I was, lower. So I don't know. We we might be prodigies in this case. Uh, not too yeah, sure boy. for all the wrong reasons. Uh, so my dad had a can of beer. So everyone was having beer, and he left his can there. And I took it, and I was wondering what it was, and I finished the can. Oh and then God. I was very tipsy and then I fell asleep. Damn. And you were two years old. I was two years old. That, that's what? what I've been told. Come, ba- come back to this podcast when you're 40 years old. We're going to call it From 4 to 40. The story of a whiskey <laughs> protege. Okay. Oh, <laughs> man. <Sounds good. laughs> if you're still alive. Huh? <laughs> oh, <yes>. That's true. <laughs> that's true. If you haven't got liver cirrhosis by then. Yeah, I know. We see how it goes. Drunken Rambling Studios is bringing you a new series, Nansa, where we talk about fruit, Nansa, and eat good, Nansa. <laughs> give some love to this new series where we talk about all things that go in the middle of the telly and give us some jelly. We cover the culture, impact, and styles that have shaped the way we consume food in Singapore today. So reach out and grab a bite with us.
as a brand, we've been around since 2010, mm-hmm. but the bar only opened in September 2015. So we are still a relatively young company, even in both aspects. Yeah, the business itself was set up in 2010 by Ben and Cindy Curtis, husband and wife. Mm-hmm. Um, ben was a wine trader who moved into whiskey. Um, Cindy was doing you know a lot of different things as well, but they saw this as she basically controlled the finances. Like. Exactly, <laughs> Cindy even till today is our you know basically the person who controls the finances, and she does a tremendous job of it as well. And she's one of the nicest people you meet as well. Mm-hmm. And both of them together, they're sort of like very different uh, personalities as well. Ben is more fiery Cindy is more chill More ice So they complement each other it's Very nicely as well. yeah, It does yeah, yeah. Ben had gone away From uh, the wine side Moved into whiskey And he was stockpiling A lot of different brands And he was talking To different brands in Scotland Getting different Independent bottlers Into Singapore But he didn't have A staging post for this So he had a lot of mm. you know Bottles of whiskey In Bond But no place to so- showcase was it th- Was there a particular Reason for the switch Like was trends moving Or just personal um, it, was, it was almost How he got into The whiskey thing Then he just blew it On him himself okay. right because at that time he was living in Hong Kong and of course you know Hong Kong being a place where a lot of business does get ha- uh, d- does get conducted so wine was one of the big things so he was you know uh, basically um, piggybacking on that and he did a tremendous job of it but whiskey was always something that I was very interested in mm. so when he saw the chance to take it he went with it then they moved to Malaysia they set up operations to Singapore and the bar opened in September 2015 and the bar was basically his um, showroom of what he had it was an eclectic bunch of different independent bottlers a handful of official bottlings from different distilleries that we dealt with exclusively mm. and a handful of the single cast bottlings from the very early days and we four started only, right? we started with four, four. Yeah. Yeah. so and it wasn't yeah. so much of holding your mainstream uh, whiskey brands I'm guessing from yeah. what I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm sensing here yeah. a, my, my, my first question is really how did he um, how did he generate a particular um, kind of clientele because mm. for someone who's worked in the industry and yeah enjoy whiskey and whatnot to independently have a singular brand which maybe not a lot of people know of and then slowly trying to break into the market how did how did he go about doing it what was the game plan and and then now five years on coming to where you guys are at what like walk us through this little journey here so for him it was always the idea of setting up a brand that he could build a legacy on so the single cast was something that he had designs on but he didn't really know when was the right time to uh, put into place but in this case you know, there's never really a right time for it you just have to take the risk and go with it so the mover advantage kind of thing also exactly in that sense. and truth be told we there weren't really anyone else you know putting out whiskies uh, in Singapore and we were very different in terms of most independent bottlers most of them start in the UK or somewhere else and then make their way into Asia we reversed that trend by starting in Singapore and Malaysia and then moved back to Europe and of course uh, the rest of the world and that sort of set us up um, rather differently from others as well because we started with building a clientele over here and when we had uh, the single cast bar open in September 2015 this was that showcase area where you could actually come in try a few of our whiskies you know familiarize yourself with the concept and you're absolutely right as well you know we were very much of the idea that we wanted more independent bottlings and official bottlings from different distilleries because most of the other bars in Singapore have a very heavy official bottling collection and a handful of independent bottlers we wanted to sort of reverse that trend and showcase the smaller brands out there as well as showcase the most one thing which we believe is the variance in terms of it because if it's from a single barrel you know all of these barrels are fundamentally different and they're going to give you different flavors even if they've been maturing side by side you know for all of their life mm. before being bottled and i think we kind of did that well um it was quite rocky in the early days of course but we really went on with it in it really took off in 2017 and 
you know, it's just been on an upward trajectory since then. Mm. I think I think it's quite an interesting thing, la. Like for me, like, I came in already when they are more uh, they set up already. So uh, when I joined, also it was quite interesting because like usually like I'm just drinking, you know, your usual stuff that we buy from like the the duty free or like or whatever, la, Basically, mm. then when 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 I met Brandon when, when we went partying all that, then he's like, work at a whiskey bar, a whiskey bar. Then he's like, hey, come down and try my the whiskeys that we have, la. Then like that opened a whole new world to me, la. Because you know, you're talking about independent bottlers, you're getting single cast whiskeys, uh, or different kinds of brands. You don't see the, the some some uncommon ones, which is quite interesting. Because right. some of these actually, uh, the fun thing is that you know, like you get your Johnny Walker. You know, it's a blend, but you know what's in that blend. Mm. You, you you don't know, right? Well, so in this case, single cast actually uh, uh, has all the different kind of uh, components. Uh, we can call it like, of of the blend itself. You got like Linkwo, you got Carilla, and kind of stuff like that. Everybody so all these are the parts that actually go into your Johnny Walker. So that way you try and taste and say, like, oh, okay, this gives that character to the Johnny Walker. This gives that character, that, and, and so on and so forth. Like. So I mean, it's, it's more interesting because there's so many distilleries out there. But why stick to the same ones? Mm-hmm. Like for I mean, for me lah, I like I like I'm not the kind that will, oh I like this. I'll stick to it all the way. Right. I'm gonna keep trying new things. You know what is that's better or you know what is that's interesting or, or that kind of thing. So so same. I mean, I think uh, that's the fun part about whiskey lah. Yeah, correct. So like, like, well, like simple, simply put, right? Even this Benrins that you're having now, mm. you could be a. This is a ten-year-old bourbon cast. We can bring another ten-year-old bourbon cast and let you taste it, and you you definitely tell the difference also. So I mean, like, we we, we like to tell people like like no two casts are the same. So I mean, like, yeah, no no matter no matter how hard you try, I mean, similarities will always be there, but yeah. they will never be a hundred percent the same. Did you guys uh find cocktail bars in Singapore in the year of 2016, 2017, Find how they were interested in like, hey, this is a a new independent cast how can I incorporate this into uh, my drink list uh, because a lot of times they use your maker's mark to make like mm. the old fashion and things like that but uh, is, is that a market that you it's guys a, it's a tricky one uh, mm. we're trying to look into a way to actually get there uh, but you see the thing is about this is all individual single cast and it's all high volume yeah. just by high alcohol volume by itself right this is like 58.4% the one we're yeah, drinking and when you make a cocktail yeah. you can't have something Correct. that's too cost, uh, cost, cost, cost wise yes. up cost the taxes you pay is even more yeah. and also like cost this is limited right you see uh, I think how many bottles is this? Two hundred and oh, sorry, yeah, three hundred and six bottles only. So like, I mean, the whole reason of that it makes it even uh, more expensive. So it's very hard to use. You get your maker's mark, all this, right? It's thirty, forty dollars a bottle. You can yeah. use that for for cocktails. For us, this is uh, so easily two to three times if you're talking yeah. about cost. Right. Yeah. Okay. In terms of flavor profile, then would you guys advise that this is not so much something you would use in a cocktail and it's more appreciated on its own, or can it be also used in a cocktail? I don't know. Okay. Uh, this is. I, a I'm a bit old school in, in that sense. I think. I think it's possible. It's I think possible. it's like cocktails. I mean, cocktails when when people make cocktails, right? I mean, which we do at the bar as well. Yeah. Like, 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 like. So um, like every whiskey has its own taste. It's just a, a, adjusting the flavor and exactly, how you make the cocktail yeah. out of it, But it's just whether 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 people are able to to. Do you see a market it, for this in cocktail bars in Singapore? Because as I'm talking to you all, I'm thinking, okay, if this is gonna break into the market, yeah, you have two different de- demographics. You can either sell this wholesale. I sell you 20 bottles to a whiskey bar and then okay, I make my money done and I move on. Mm-hmm. Or can I find several cocktail bars who would actually want to try this um, you know, singular cast and go like, hey, you know what? I think there's something I want to put on my on my uh, co- on my menu and then it grows on from just two, three, four, five. And I'm talking about your, you know, your niche cocktail bars from Spiffy Dapper mm. to your 28 Hong Kong to uh, you know, yep. and I feel like those are people who have the budget to to buy stuff like this, but is it in their flavor profile to carry uh, whiskeys like what you all have It's starting to get there Okay And also we've been quite mindful of this as well Because we know that our products are d- 
definitely geared up at a higher price. So we're trying to see how we can counterbalance both ends mm. of the spectrum where you can offer out whiskies that on their own are actually very drinkable. By the same time, also break into the cocktail market. We are sort of there. We have plans that will probably come into play sometime next year. Nice. It's going to take a while, of course. We've been you know, talking about it for the last few mm, years as well. Yeah. So yeah, something that we hopefully would be able to showcase more of next year, I guess. I know some people who know some people. So <laughs> if you want to get there... Get your number after this. You know, <laughs> so skim off some of the talk. <laughs> but currently for single cast, like are your customer base more for businesses or individuals? Mostly individuals. Yeah. We okay, the thing is because even from the independent bottling point of view, it's a very competitive market in Singapore. And different bars in Singapore they tend to carry different brands as well. Mm-hmm. So home advantage is always something that you will keep very close to you. And it's the same thing for us as well. We would definitely want to see more of our brand outside. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we also are mindful that other brands, uh, other bars would actually have different brands that they're exclusively carrying. Mm-hmm. So they need to make sure that they sell enough of that to justify. And the demographics of your customers are they more of the? It's a it's a good mix la. I mean like we have we have people as young as uni students coming in like, like of course they we check wow. ID la. But it's like no as in they want to learn. I mean like like they just stumble across us or like some event we're at like you know some like like the mall affair yeah. or whiskey life that kind of thing and then they'll speak yeah. to us then like oh you know come by and then we can we can teach you la. I mean we don't mind for us for us I think it's not just about selling whiskey but also teaching and and and, and uh, giving people the knowledge la. You don't know what you're having tasting and and all the all the nitty gritty stuff of whiskey la. so it's not just you know you come into a bar then it's like oh can I have this then I drink then that's it you know but like for us we give okay. the extra transactional less transactional yeah correct correct I mean it's like for us it's uh, I mean because you're doing something that is more unique yes, right you need that correct, connection correct. Yes, for yes, long term yes yes so it's like more and also that is like I think for us I think it's more of like a creating a community kind of thing I think uh, we want to let go of the uh, you know not really let go but like kill off the stigma of yeah. you know like whiskey just a man drink or like mm. only uncles drink okay. that kind of I thing I think that's nice so, yeah. so I mean I mean for us it's you no know, anyone comes in and you know of course make them feel welcome I mean that's, it, that's, it's that's not the about also. it being like a posh nosh yeah like, exactly oh, exactly yeah, yeah. for the uppity people correct, who correct. like oh for you sure. know cigars and yeah, 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 yeah. Correct, correct, which yeah. is what uh, the older brands kind of make it out yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean correct, you want correct. that you go to the old Cuban right yeah. Yeah. but <laughs> and, and that's your that's your market I'm just yeah. gonna say yeah, that, you know, yeah. by all means go for it yeah but I can tell that you guys, um, and it's not a it's not a cheap brand. It's a it's a niche yep. uh, flavor. And now the question is, you're looking to break into the I won't say mainstream, but more of introducing a different yes. uh, level to what we all think regular whiskey is. It's not yep. just okay. Let's go to a bar. Okay, what are you gonna get, McKellen? What are you gonna get, Glenvidic? No, why not? A single cast. Okay. What exactly is this about? Can I maybe it's just I don't know what is it about. So it needs to it needs to be on the menu for you to even know. Plus you need the time to tell the story, right? Yes. Because, yeah. yes. I think that's really important for your brand. Do you guys do uh, sorry, um do you guys do um uh, master classes? I mean fancy word, but you know yeah. what I mean. Tastings, yeah. Yeah. Tastings, yeah. Tastings, yeah. So pre COVID, uh we used to do at least once or twice uh, a month. And of course with COVID it became a lot more difficult. But we did manage to go online. Mm-hmm. So we did a few with uh, our friends at the Swan Song, which is another whiskey bar at Boat Key. Mm-hmm. So we used to do we weekly tastings and even during heightened measures we did the same thing and it started off last year and just carried through this year because there was that sense of familiarity so every week we'd put together four whiskeys two from each bar and we'd package it together put into sample bottles deliver it to your doorstep this so was huge during COVID huh? it was exactly a lot of people ordering wine, whiskey yeah, whatever correct, correct. so I mean like I think that's the thing like everyone was doing like all this uh, wine tasting online or whiskey tasting I mean we did that I think, uh, but I think the most fun part about it is the uh, I think to, to be one step further ahead we actually created like a one one cost mm. for for people who are at home. So like you oh, know okay. like two hundred bucks, was it two hundred bucks, right? Two hundred bucks yeah. for four weeks. We send to you like four whiskeys to five whiskeys every week, and then uh, you come online Zoom, and then we will teach oh, you whiskey, lah. Uh. Yeah, sorry, four sorry, weeks. sorry, oh, okay. sorry. Yeah, so uh, in, the, in the comfort of your own home, yeah. Yeah, ye
own home. Just break this down a little bit because I heard four weeks, four bottles per week. Four oh, no, bottles uh, are for samples. 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 Oh, uh, yeah. I swear I've had four bottles. <laughs> no, no, no. He didn't say bottles, dude. Okay. Listen, man. What, what I heard was the bo- <laughs> yeah, what, I heard the... Was, what I heard was four la, So my brain yeah. just went four bottles. Okay, oh, he said four whiskeys. Four, four, four samples. Didn't even la. drink one glass. He, he said four whiskeys. What do you think I was <laughs> going to? No, no, four, no, four bottles, dude. Four whiskeys. <laughs> it's a uh, twenty mil pours of each of the whiskeys. Got it. Four or five per week. Uh, delivered to your doorstep Nice um, I think we did For the 101 It was I think A total of 17 whiskeys 5 mm. in the first week 4 for the rest of them um, We did a whiskey 102 Which was the intermediate Version of it Which was $300 um, More interesting More expensive whiskeys as well um, I think it was 17 as well Total for 4 weeks Yeah But, but the 101 pretty Caught on pretty well pretty like, Yeah like, I think like people like I, mean, like I think it's more of the You know they start at home And then like Maybe because they're more free now And in the comfort of their own home They can just drink and learn If they get drunk They can just lie down On their bed next to them Or whatever So you are like The cause of all the COVID babies as well, like. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe 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 We need to check We need to check on the demographics of the people that <laughs> we, we also need to check against the dates. Yeah, yeah, yeah correct, correct. Got to follow up before. Yeah, yeah correct, correct. Nice. But yeah, I mean, I think it was uh, it was fun, uh, interesting. Cause that way also we met more people that we wouldn't have normally met. Yeah, we would not have sure. met throughout the the normal period. So yeah. I think I think it was quite interesting. Uh, yeah. But to add on to that, how else did um COVID impact you? We were closed for nearly seven months. Ooh. Um, so when the government stated that all bars had to close, that was on the twenty seventh of March. It was that night where we went to our friends at the Swantong to discuss what we were to nice. do to survive. And we came up with this plan pretty much in the space of an hour. Mm. And it was a case of, okay, we'll put this into place um, and we'll tweak it as we go as well. So just uh, this just went on. All of Circuit Breaker was good because pretty much as um you know, Etienne said, everyone's at home and we had a captive audience as well. So the initial version of the courses, you know, we put out 30 sets, we'd sell 30 sets. And then phase one kicked in and the numbers dropped by half, which was expected because people could go out. And of course, after two months, you know, you kind of want to get out of the house as well. So that was fine. We expected it. And then phase two kicked in later in that month and it dropped off even further. So we were still unable to open. Uh, we were looking at what the situation was, but of course, the regulations were changing. So we thought, okay, we need to find another way to generate revenue. So we spoke to a few friends and we we went to Oriental Elixir, uh, run yeah, by George from Spiffy. I know. Yeah. I used to work for them. Oh, and okay, nice. You know, yeah, Spiffy Dapper. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. you know, George is a George is a, he's, he's a character, but he's a hustler, man. He's a hustler. Yep, he's very a hustler. hustler. <laughs> you gotta respect the hustle. Exactly. Yeah. And so George was gracious enough. He said, "Yeah, guys, you can use our space at Oriental Elixir uh, because they're not open on Sundays." Yeah. So we took the space uh, pretty much from noon till 10 p.m. Okay. Every Sunday for about two months or so. In between, we were also at Amaro Hotel, Element at Trust, and the last bit we were at Dragon Chamber okay, at uh, Circular Road. What were you all doing, uh, Oriental Elixir from twelve to ten on Sundays? What was the just pop up? So, so like I mean, like, well, we can't open right. So what we did, we actually just get our bottles, went to that place, put out some bottles, and then like you know, every week we we'll have. Wow, like, this uh, is them like bootlegging kinds. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so yeah. what people come and buy the bottles? No, no, no. We um, just no, like, come down, drink, have a drink with us. That kind of thing. Basically, down. basically. Basically, the bar open on Sunday. Basically, like a takeover pop-up kind of thing. uh, Because we couldn't open on the other days and because we're still running courses in between, the Sunday was like, okay, this is the only day we can use right now. We're going to make the most of it. And we were selling, you know, 20 mil pours of our bottles. You could pay us by cash. You could pay us by bank transfer, pay now, even by PayPal. So 20 mil? 20, uh, 20 ml. That's less than a jigger, bro. Oh, no, exactly, but in this case... Uh, Man, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to be the voice hey, of... shut up, okay, let no, talk. No, 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 I'm the voice of every no, no, single okay, okay. here. That's so less you, than a jigger. Imagine this. Okay, you're having that 20 mils are a few of those or the 58.4s. I think okay. it'll hit you pretty fast, okay, man. I, 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 will okay. let, I will let it be known that I'm drinking it right now and it's got a good cake. But for the Indian within me, how much was your 20 mils being sold at? 
Rangers lah. It started off 15, at 15. Um, outside started off like 10. They go there for tasting, enjoy rich. story all. You just uh, go everywhere course, to get fucked. Because <laughs> I, I want people to come. To, wait, wait. So, so 15. So for 20 meals. Uh, for the for the for the cheapest. Uh, it's about 10 dollars. Yeah, about 10. Okay lah. Yeah lah. Okay, okay. And then goes up. So okay. okay lah. Yeah, 200. Don't was bring your snobby shit here. Then man. next time, next time I I go there with 50 dollars, I can get five shots lah. You can. <laughs> so the idea is because it was the swan song and us. Just swan give song. the cheaper shit. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make yeah, uh, shit uh, on people water, like me. Water no. on the rocks, water free refill. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, best, best cocktail. Yeah. No, no, no. We you can shake it. We can strain it for you as well. No problem. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and a dash of lime. <laughs> and, and then must do the the flame right. You take the orange oh, yeah. twirl yeah, and then yeah, flame yeah, it. Correct, 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 yeah. <laughs> This is now one dollar. <laughs> I thought that was 50 for him. <laughs> oh yeah, 50 was kind of Nice, nice. Uh, just to put this into perspective as well, because it was two bars, for us, we tend to deal with more of the modern stuff. And for Swan Song, they, they, they dealt with a mix of modern old school whiskeys yeah. as well. So the the price spectrum was starting off and on our end, about $10. Okay. All the way up to about two, $250 for a 20ml pour. But we're talking about whiskeys from the 60s, 70s. Oh wow. Uh, we're getting, and uh, there were instances where there were even more expensive bottles as well. Our friends at Swansong, they dabble in more of the dark arts of whiskey. <laughs> la, <laughs> so I mean, they're... No, they're, but they're, they're, their clientele is very different. Yes, correct. So what they yeah. do is, they, is a bunch of friends that open a bar, but then they release their collection out to yes. people to try. Yeah, so you got like, yeah, you were talking about 50s, 60s, 70s whiskeys being and opened And they've got clientele poor, yeah. like the Japanese businessmen, Korean businessmen who go down there. You don't even need to explain they to them because you know, they are schooling clients. you. Yeah. Yeah. Right, just, I want this or yeah. you know, yes. just go for it yeah, yeah. But, but I mean like of course I mean they have the higher end but also they also have prices around the same, also, the same price as ours as well alright guys we're gonna take a break now to talk about our sponsor Tanga all good podcasts start their sponsorship journey with a sex toy sponsor oh yeah uh, Ivan what's going on uh, can I come in Hey, what's going on, ah? Uh? Bro, you know, just using my Tenga spinner. Spinner? What's that? Baby, ah? Uh? Tenga, you don't know the Japan sex toy company, world famous. Sex toy? Hey, how do you feel, ah? Uh? Bro, you know, feels like the real thing. Oh my god. Hey, I got so many questions. Hey, wait, 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 wait. I need to finish up. Shut up. Bye. And on to the show. Exactly the same. Amara as well. Yep. Yeah. So, so Amara Hotel, you know, the, the they couldn't have buffets at that point of time. Oh, yes. yeah. So one of our friends is uh like is the family they they own the the place lah. So they offered. He owned Amara Hotel. The the, the family. Nice. So so what happens is like they at that point of time they couldn't do anything because buffets you cannot do buffets then right right. So so he said why don't you they, they they'll thing, serve right. their food then you just we just let you come up mm. there and then uh, they just nice. take a cut lah a percentage yeah. of it lor. Nice. So then then we got people there. That's also. a good thing lah. I think yeah. that's what F and B businesses need. Just like helping each other. Very very good point. Uh, Ernie mate, you see, uh, I've realized that we actually. We had the opportunity to do this so long ago. Before, but, right? Yeah, mm. but was, it took I was COVID. just talking about this to my wife because today uh, we were eating duck rice, whatever. Then she was saying, oh, you know, during early days COVID, they were selling together with this bubble tea store at a package price. But then why you need COVID to start working together? Mm. You all could right. have done it all along. Yeah. And people would have bought it all, you know? Yeah. I think, yeah, I think, like, I think probably because everyone just caught up in doing their own yeah. thing, right? Like, <laughs> I think like, when, okay, when, when you get, you can now all these restrictions. <laughs> like, you know, the, 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 the reason why you got the bubble tea is because the bubble tea, they don't let you open the bubble tea shop. Yeah. But then, right. so, but then if you, we will climb onto the food and then we make yes. the bubble tea and deliver that, okay, then, so I mean, the collaboration started working because of that. In, in no, that case, I mean, some of them, you know, they're forced to, I mean, in a way, forced, forced yeah. to do it. 
a very selfish oh, thing la, before, right? Everyone is, I watch, I watch out for my own business mm. kind of thing. I mean, that's how Boat Key ran. It's all, it's, I mean, healthy competition, yes. But nobody re- really thought of a collaboration. Mm. They, they look at it as, hey, if you come to my bar or if I do event or my bar can watch soccer, your bar cannot, okay? That means, uh, you, uh, how are you going to make money from each yeah, other? Something like as that, opposed yeah. to just, how can we help each other sustain our business, you know? Which seems to be how you guys, you know, ran it um, during the COVID, which is great. So, what was, okay, from there, what was the next? Where did you guys move from there? From there, it was um, trying to see whether it could reopen. And just so happened that when we checked the regulations, it had gone to a point where it was quite clear and we could reopen. We just had to make a few minor changes uh, with our Accra designation. So, of course, now they couldn't, didn't allow bars. But we've always had a food license. It's just that we hardly use it because of Chimes, you know, being this destination place. We were actually pairing up with the pizza place in Chimes, Giardino. Ah. To get the pizza from them Almost famous The beer place Was providing some snacks uh, To us as well So we thought Okay Since this is the case We can actually swap it To cafe We have an, our alcohol license Everything is still fine So we did that We changed up We added a food menu Just said Hey guys The single cast is open Oh But at the same time The Swan Song They can't open just as yet Swan Song will be Actually um, At the single cast It was literally Two bars running in one So we actually so We let them open up that. At our place So down. it kind of worked out Before yeah. y'all needed a space You used the ass And then now Because they only ran As a bar joint Now they can use your space yeah, exactly. so yeah. brilliant you see you see it i, I feel like there's, there's something <laughs> Everything really big here you know yeah. this is this is so important to acknowledge that you don't just do it because you want to help yourself but you never know when that collaboration helps each other out yeah. at some point you know i think i think that i mean in a way you're right also because it sort of like push us to see what we can do to help others also mm. uh i mean that that led us to us having like collaborations with uh gravy which is gravy, another yes. uh, is an indian indian food at tanjung paga there mm-hmm. okay. uh, so we did whiskey and like indian food pairing wow. like biryani uh, curry good. and all that it was really great man yeah. so we like brought the whiskeys out, out four, four whiskeys oh, what's it four or five whiskeys uh, four or five lah man basically to pair prepare okay, their, yeah. their food lah so you got like your biryani easy, you yeah. got yeah, yeah. Indian food is I mean yeah. so I think, I think that's the thing a friend of ours who we actually met during the courses that we were doing she came by to the bar and she said hey guys you need to follow me to try this place called Gravy at Ho Chiang Road and the food is really good. That's what we were told. And we were like, okay, you know, we are always down for Who's good food. Who's this friend? Um, it's one of our friends. Uh, she's a lawyer who was actually part of our one, one, one or two course. Okay. So she came by with a few of our friends um, after the course. And that's how we became good friends as nice. well. And we, she brought us over on a Sunday, right? We went over on a Sunday, lunchtime. And these guys were buying whiskey from Le Maison de Whiskey. Yeah. And, you know, they uh, were yeah. pairing as well. And so we tried the food and we were like, this is good. Yeah, and from an we Indian's did, point we did, of view, we did the pairing, yeah, correct, yeah. So we did pairing. Uh, she 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 was introduced to the place. So she does a blog, uh, I mean, like sort of a Instagram review kind of thing. And then they invited her over, lah. So she they, she did that tasting. Yeah. And then she brought us along after that. I mean, and then she said you have a try, lah. So then then you know, so talking. then then we tried, and it's like oh, actually the food is pretty damn good, lah. We were like coma after that. Also, the, f- yeah. the serving is huge. Uh, but also the food is good. Don't don't, don't discount that. It's well priced. Uh, good portions and very tasty. And so we went down over there another day. They they actually brought the food out we actually paired it amongst with four different whiskies and we made sure so we brought actually eight whiskies so we thought okay these are it's going to be one or the other so we mixed and matched and then we found four that really worked with the flavours and as you mentioned you know Indian food is very difficult to pair with because of the spice factor and everything yeah. this worked really well and it worked out really well and it was a case of um, continuing that collaborative spirit Yes, it's not just whiskey bars doing that's this, a really nice thing you guys mm. keep doing man exactly yeah, we yeah. Also, so we try to see what we can do as much la. I mean not just for ourselves but just to help Community. Others as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah community. Something like racial harmony like that, like, just putting everyone together. <laughs> yeah. So, so why, why exactly. not? Why not, right? Okay. No Thanks worries. for coming, man. Thank you for having Thank us. We really having appreciate us, your yeah. time. Um, so but before we end off, have you guys ever drank so much that you're like 
fight with each other. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. I, I, no, it's like we we've, we've never. We've, I mean, we've have like. I mean, like, I mean, we have some minor fight disagreements. Over menu, Liverpool, whatever. No man, no. We, we make jokes about menu and Liverpool all day long. <laughs> I know that we get along very well for that. Brendan, there's nothing to fight there when we are the only team that has won the best treble ever. So yeah, is it the FA Cup, the, the FA Cup, the League Champions Cup League, and, and the EPL? And the yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Is it? Yeah, yeah. You guys have never won that. Oh, no, the the last one we won was pretty good. What the Club World Cup, the UEFA uh, Champions League, and the Premier League. What? The Premier League, the Champions League, and what was the other one? The World Cup, ah, the Club World Cup. Oh, you want to take your one, okay? Come on, why you play against the best teams? Play against the best teams in the world, you know? I'm I'm sorry, you don't have that. Funnily enough, when it comes down to football, we get along very well. Yeah. Because the thing is, okay, we know that we can. There's no need to fight, right? Yeah, no point. When I see all the online groups, the way they fight, for us, it's just like you know, shoot him, shoot back, it's okay, lah. It doesn't matter. Ultimately, we know the the truth. Your team sucks. Your team sucks, lah. That's basically. <laughs> and more often than not, we actually end up even during this time, right? We'll, we'll stay in the bar sometimes and watch the games. Yeah, this is just the like vibe is second bro. nature. You it watch is. in a bar with in, everyone around you. In essence, you just love just the sport, right? love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. La, yeah. La. I mean, it's just the company and and watching the sport, lah. Yeah. Love and the if it's a shitty game, game they will just like just curse at the, the TV, lah. It's not our fault, also, right? That's true, also. Yeah. Yeah, so for those who don't know, how do we find you now in COVID period? Like, we wanna go and have a nice uh, double shot of a single cast. How do we find you guys? So. We are based at Chimes. Uh, we are on the ground floor. Zero one dash two five is our unit number. Got it. We're open Monday through Saturday, five to ten thirty at the moment. Yeah. And we do use the Drunken Ramblings promo and get a discount. <laughs> <laughs> it depends who lah. I think uh, uh, earlier I even can lah. You maybe not. Oh, <laughs> you you you. I'll I'll bring the crowd. Okay. I'll no bring no the no. Crowd. You wear li- you I'll bring wear the, Liverpool jersey. You wear Liverpool jersey. I consider. I'll bring the ladies for you. <laughs> Oh, well, yeah, no, not not issue, man. I mean, like, for I like this. I like this. <laughs> but anyway, uh, just to add on, right? Like, uh, so uh, uh, for a lot of people, first timers, they will find the place really hard to find because we're tucked away in one of the corners of uh, chimes, uh, as I mentioned. Uh, but if you go past Kyukaku or that, I mean, people do know the Kyukaku there or that famous staircase that everyone, every Instagram, uh, influencer likes to take a photo down yes. there, right? That yes. that famous staircase. Right. We are actually just next to it. Thank you for joining us here on the Drunken Ramblings podcast. If you have stayed all the way to the end, here's a drink to you. Do follow us on Spotify, Google, wherever you listen to your shows. You can reach out to us on TDR Pod or Drunken Rambling Studios on Facebook or Instagram. Same, same everywhere. And, and remember, remember, just because, because you are drunk, 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 drunk